Joyous, joyful exaltation for those who liberate themselves. Blessings to all. Welcome to Women's Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. I'm blessed and humbled to be here tonight to spread forth information, share knowledge, refer, coalesce. Tonight's theme is... Wi-Fi radiation, EMFs, and how to protect yourself. We're surrounded by frequencies, streams of energy that permeate our flesh, the water within us, our organs, the air, we can't see it, microwave, radio wave, megahertz. It surrounds us, and it's becoming bigger with the Internet of Things. It's presented in our homes, in our pockets, on our wrists, in our shoes, in our cars. And so I want to start by praising up the energy on this influence that's permeating our existence and look to Multi and the words that have been written down for us to gain wisdom from as a path. So what I found in the Bible, specifically to start off with, is um, 1 Corinthians six nineteen to 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. 1 Corinthians 3, 16, 17. Do you, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? 
If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Romans 12, 1-2 Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and improve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Matthew six twenty two twenty three. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? First Corinthians fifteen forty four. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. That's what the Bible has to say about your body. It's a temple. Do not be conformed to the patterns, the frequencies. Don't let them overtake you and your peace, inner peace, so that you don't have disease. Now I'm going to turn to the Essene Gospel of Peace, Book 4, The Holy Streams. Now, I chose the holy streams because the streams reminded me of frequencies and waves. The whole, the current, right? The stream, the current, the currency. Understand the power we put into money. Into the innermost circle have you come. Into the mystery of mysteries. That which was old when our father Enoch was young and walked the earth. Around and around you have come on your journey of many years, always following the path of righteousness, living according to the holy law and your sacred vows of our brotherhood. And you have made your body a holy temple, wherein dwell the angels of God. Many years you have shared the daylight hours with the angels of the earthly mother, and many years you have slept in the arms of the heavenly father, taught by his unknown angels. You have learned that the laws of the Son of Man are seven, of the angels three, and of God one. Now you shall know of the three laws of the angels, 
the mystery of the three holy streams and the ancient way to traverse them, so shall you bathe in the light of heaven. And at last, behold, the revelation of the mystery of mysteries, the law of God, which is one. Now, in the hour before the rising of the sun, just before the angels of the earthly mother breathe life into the still sleeping earth, then do you enter the holy stream of life. It is your brother tree who holds the mystery of this holy stream. And it is your brother tree that you will embrace in your thought, even as by clay you embrace him in greeting when you walk along the lake shore. And you shall be one with the tree. For in the beginning of the time, so did we all share in the holy stream of life that gave birth to all creation. And as you embrace your brother tree, the power of the holy stream of life will fill your body. And you will tremble before its might. Then breathe deeply of the angel of air and say the word light with the outgiving of breath. Then you will become in truth the tree of life which sinks its roots deep into the holy stream of life from an internal source. And as the angel of sun warms the earth and all the creatures of land and water and air rejoice in a new day, so will your body and spirit rejoice in the holy stream of life that flows to you through your brother tree. And when the sun is high in the heavens, Then you shall seek the holy stream of sound in the heat of noontide. All creatures are still and seek the shade. The angels of earthly mother are silent for a space. Then it is that you shall let into your ears the holy stream of sound, for it can only be heard in silence. Think on the seven streams that are born in the desert, after a sudden storm and the roaring sound of waters as they rush past. Truly, this is the voice of God. If you do not know, for it is written, in the beginning was the sound and the sound was with God and the sound was God. I tell you truly, when you when we were are born, we enter the world with sound of God in our ears. Even the singing of the vast chorus of the sky and the holy chant of the stars in their fixed rounds, it is the holy stream of sound that traverses the vault of stars and crosses the endless kingdom of the Heavenly Father. It is ever in our ears, so do we hear it not? Listen for it. Then, in the silence of noontide, Bathe in it and let the rhythm of the music of God beat in your ears until you are one with the holy stream of sound. It was this sound which formed the earth and the world and brought forth the mountains and set the stars in their thrones of glory in the highest heavens. And you shall bathe in the stream of sound and the music of its waters shall flow over you. For in the beginning of the time, so do we all share in the holy stream of sound that gave birth to all creation. And the mighty roaring of the stream of sound will fill your body and you will tremble before its might. Then breathe deeply 
of the angel of air and become the sound itself. That the holy stream of sound may carry you to the endless kingdom of the heavenly father, there where the rhythm of the world rises and falls. And when darkness gently closes the eyes of the angels of the earthly mother, then shall you sleep, that your spirit may join the unknown angels of the heavenly father. And in the moments before you sleep, then shall you think of the bright and glorious stars, the white shining, far-seen and far-piercing stars. For your thoughts before sleep are as the bow of the scalpel archer that sends the arrow where he wills. Let your thoughts before sleep be with the stars. For the stars are light, and the Heavenly Father is light. Even that light, which is thousand times brighter than the brightness of a thousand suns, into the holy stream of light, that the shackles of death may lose their hold forever. And breaking free from the bonds of earth, ascend the holy stream of light through the blazing radiance of the stars into the endless kingdom of the Heavenly Father. Unfold your wings of light, and in the eye of your thoughts, soar with the stars into the farthest reaches of heaven, where untold suns blaze with light. For at the beginning of the times, the Holy Law said, Let there be light, and there was light. And you shall be one with it. And the power of the holy light stream will fill your body, and you will tremble before its might. Say the word light as you breathe deep of the angel of air, and you will become the light itself. And the holy stream will carry you to the endless kingdom of the Heavenly Father. They're losing itself in the eternal sea of light, which gives birth to all creation. And you shall be one with the holy stream of light, always before you sleep in the arms of the Heavenly Father. I tell you truly, your body was made not only to breathe, eat, and think, but it was also made to enter the holy stream of life. And your ears were made not only to hear the words of men, the song of birds, the music of falling rain, but they were also made to hear the holy stream of sound. And your eyes were made not only to see the rising and setting of the sun, the ripple of sheaves of grain, and the words of the Holy Scrolls, but they were also made to see the holy stream of light. And one day, your body will return to the earthly mother, even also your ears and your eyes. But the holy stream of life, the holy stream of sound, and the holy stream of light, these were never born and can never die. Into the holy stream, even that life, that sound, and that light which gave you birth, that you may reach the kingdom of the heavenly Father and become one with him, even as the river empties into the far distant sea. More of this cannot be told. For the holy streams will take you to the place where words are no more. And even the holy scrolls cannot record 
their mysteries therein. So our bodies are a vessel, a vehicle, a sacred temple that houses a piece of the Most High. Overstand. We want to reunify and be with the Most High, our spirit, our soul, our spirit essence. It's important to maintain the energy frequencies around you. Your sensitivities are important to notice. How you are affected when you're entering a room, a space, even a neighborhood. You know, I know um, where I live, I, I live in a suburban area right outside of a big major city. And as soon as I enter the area of the city and I come out that tunnel, it's a whole different frequency. The city happens to be New York. It's, I, I mean, it's, it's palatable. You could feel it. And once I get back in that tunnel <laughs> to head back where I have to get to get home, I exhale and I let it go, you know? And so we have to just take a moment and just look around your space and look at your tablet and your phone and your computer and even your house phone, you know, and your Roku and your cable box and the Xbox and the PlayStation and the MP3 players and the digital alarm clocks, you know. Everything around you carries a frequency, the surge protectors, everything. And so um, just meditate on the spirit. And I'm going to play NECA Babylon.
Blessings and peace. I love the drums to drum up the spirit and the energy. And so we're talking about Wi-Fi radiation and how to protect yourself. So what is Wi-Fi radiation? Wi-Fi devices emit radio frequency radiation, otherwise known as microwave radiation. So most wireless routers are similar. Wireless devices emit a field of wireless radiation 24-7. This this, um, microwave radiation is exactly the same kind of radiation that microwave ovens use to cook food. Basically, a microwave oven bombards your food with microwave radiation. This creates molecular friction, which heats up the food, known as the heating effect or the thermal effect. So Wi-Fi devices, like wireless modem routers and wireless computers, contain transmitters that use this microwave radiation to send information back and forth in the air. So it's, I mean, the Wi-Fi is in the air, so therefore it's passing through you as you're sitting here right now. We're live streaming on Blog Talk Radio, it's it's all in my office. It's just it's all around me. I, I'm doing this research because I wanted to know for my own self to protect my own family because we're getting more and more of these you know drones and everything is Wi-Fi and connected to your phone and you, it's just this energy that's surrounding us, you know. And you know that old school trick. I don't know if some of you out there did it when you were young. Um, I taught it to my sons where you rub your hands together, you rub them, you do it for a good 30 seconds, and then you pull your hands slightly apart, and you feel that energy, that palatable frequency that we hold within ourselves, and you open and close your hand and play with the magnetism within yourself. Try that one night, if you haven't already, because we are energetic, magnetic, electrified beings. So all of these streams are streaming within us. So the whole controversy surrounding the safety of these exposures revolves around this heating effect. On one side, there is the telecom industry and other vested interests that say because there's no observable thermal effect, no heating effect, with Wi-Fi and similar devices, that these technologies are safe. On the other side, There are now thousands of peer-reviewed studies conducted by scientists from around the world that show Wi-Fi radiation to be potentially extremely harmful, not to mention, um, you know, it's rumored that Johnny Cochran died because of the intent on his cell phone. That's how he got the brain cancer, you know, always on that phone that, you know, back in the days you had the pull-out antenna. So that was the beam, and it transmitted right to your head. They had, you know, things on 60 Minutes and these kind of programs and PBS and the News Lear Hour about the effects of the phone on the brain and all kinds of, you know, spinal neck issues. You know, our teenagers have it right in their bed sometimes. The laptops are on the lap where the sacred jewels are for the men. Always have a a layer of protection between you and your laptop, definitely. So what are the benefits of protecting yourself from Wi-Fi? So the immediate benefit to eliminating or significantly reducing wireless exposure in your environment, you get improved sleep, you have more energy, your head feels better and clearer, the room feels cooler, your skin feels less prickly, 
You no longer have a metallic taste in your mouth, and you feel more relaxed. And so, you know, these are... And then we're also um, exposed to our neighbor's Wi-Fi and how powerful of of, of uh, um, amplification of what they have going on in their house. It radiates also, you know, within your neighborhood. And um, so you have to try to reduce the Wi-Fi radiation without eliminating it, right? That's the logical conclusion because we can't, Eliminate it, unless you're just going to go off the grid and that's your lifestyle. Go you. To make money, to live, to learn, to communicate, you have to have Wi-Fi. You know, it's hard to find a payphone these days, you know. So um, you want to switch off at night. Studies say that the biggest danger and right and um, Wi-Fi radiation comes from nighttime exposure, cellular regeneration, rejuvenation, and detoxif- and detoxification is impeded. Um, notably, melatonin production can be significantly reduced. So that me- so then you know you're buying the melatonin supplement because it's being zapped out of you through the Wi-Fi in your home to try to go to sleep at night. So if you really can't bring yourself to remove a wireless router, you can install a simple mechanical electrical timer on a socket where you plug your router in and just set it to turn the power off during sleep time. I thought that was a great idea because I'm not going to remember every night to go turn off my Wi-Fi router and then have it turn back on by a certain time. But then I have to decide also when I'm going to sleep, there's no Wi-Fi in my house. And I, I I live in a digital home. I don't have cable. Everything is run digitally. The phone, the, you know, the entertainment, the Xboxes, the everything, you know. Um, so that's something to, to, you know, think about. And use USB adapters wisely. Um, if you use a USB Wi-Fi adapter, Use it on a USB extension cable 10 feet or more. You know, little things make a big difference. And, I mean, I want to forward this so this can go on to the Rastafari Foundation website. They have a picture of um, colored light representing the Wi-Fi frequencies. They found a way to show the Wi-Fi frequencies. And um, it's like... it. It looks like spirits, like colored little things just floating around you, and they're like in curly lines all over the place, you know. And so what the Wi-Fi does is that um, it increases the, blame, the, um, the blood-brain barrier permeability. So it's bringing it's, – it's um, deregulating – how often and how much blood is going into your brain and the barrier. It it um, also disrupts the brain glucose metabolism. So glucose is sugar, so your brain has to metabolize these sugars and it disrupts it. And then the DNA chain breaks. That's deep right there when I read that. DNA chain breaks. Generation of stress proteins. So it generates stress in the form of proteins. And it disrupts 
the cell metabolism. So it's reported that Wi-Fi radiation commonly causes such symptoms as fatigue, irritability, constant daily headaches, and digestive disorders. And long-term exposure to radiation has been linked with many serious diseases, including brain tumors. So one really has to take into account how often and what times of day, you know, you're going to be having the router on and off and making that a routine and getting this little $6 timer from Home Depot or Lowe's or your local hardware store and attaching it to the router and making that an idea. Because here are, the, here are some of the common sources of EMFs inside the home, the Wi-Fi router, the wireless modem, the wired and wireless video game consoles, the wireless burglar alarms, the wireless baby monitors, all your Bluetooth devices. I'm always telling, you know, my family to turn the Bluetooth off if you're not using it. You just can't walk around with that Bluetooth signal on on your phone. You're just attracting frequencies. TV and computer screens. So your TV is giving off EFMs and the computer screens. Electrical wiring, personal computers and laptops, wireless printers, digital alarm clocks. Now it's mandatory to have these smart meters in your home. So the smart meters are generating a huge frequency. Then, you know, microwave ovens, smartphones, cell phones, the um, DECT, the DEC cordless phones. And I have these DEC cordless phones, you know. I've always had these kind of cordless, like the, like the Panasonic, the whatever that they have at Radio Shack or Costco, whatever. All of those DECT cordless phones are emanating the EMFs and the PDAs. And so some of the external sources are cell phone antennas and masks, radio and TV antennas, internet masks, electricity substations, high-voltage cables, your neighbor's electronic devices. And so, I mean, turn them on only while in use. Move the Wi-Fi router away from your bedroom, office, or other living spaces. So that's a thing, you know, I have to think about, you know, where, because I have everything in my office right now. But upon doing this research, I will be implementing these changes because I, you know, everyone I, I've, I've just heard people dying of cancer so much. It's just ridiculous. And it's just, you know, all around us. And so place wireless equipment in a secluded part of your home. You know, so maybe a closet or something. And, um, you know, they have like, you know, some people go as far as having a no cell phone policy in the house. You know, um, microwave ovens, cordless phones, digital baby monitors, transformer units, you know, all these different things. So we can also, they have meters, smart meter shielding things that you can do and look up, you know, um, there are various solutions on cell phone tower shielding. Look, look those things up so you can get more information on them. Smart meter shielding tips. You know, these are things that um, can occupy your mind and protect your family and save yourself health-wise 
later on. You know, so you have to, um, and all of these things affect your immune system. You know, I mean, and we have to be careful about our children with the cell phones and, and you know, the laptops. And find ways to um, maybe get into board games more. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. They had, like, board game Tuesdays, like, you know, family night and things like that. I mean, those things are good and we have to use them, but it can't be like this appendage upon us. It's important to be able to, you know, communicate effectively that our children know how to enunciate and, and, and able to freely express and develop ideas and that, you know, our interaction is not always on a usury thing, but on a building platform. And, you know, letting our friends know and our loved ones know to just be aware of this kind of exposure and um, how it affects you. And also, too, inside of your car, you know, the Bluetooth, I use it so often. And I was thinking about it, like, you know, it's, it's, and I have chronic fatigue, I have fibromyalgia, that's part of the whole thing, you know. So some of the symptoms of cell phone radiation is headaches, dizziness, tinnitus, a hot head, prickly skin, fatigue, you know. And all of these things are coming from the stuff that, you know, we're using on a regular basis. Never sleep with your cell phone switched on at night beside your bed. Avoid using your cell phone if you're feeling any way run down. You know, um, prefer text messaging to making calls. Go easy on the apps. You know, um, they have neutralizing chips and diodes. And that is supposed to help. And they're like protection stickers. The diodes is D-I-O-D-E-S. And you could stick them on the back of your cell phones, and that helps to put a, some form. It, it it makes it safer. It's not going to make it safe. But it'll make it safer, you know. And safer is more is, is just better. <laughs> and um, the laptops, you know, that causes... That radiation right there by the ovaries, by the testes, by the penis, by the vagina, all that, that whole area, the uterus, the fallopian tubes, you know, you have to get those laptop pads. They have them at Barnes & Nobles or, you know, maybe a discount store or something or it, even a pillow. But the laptop pads are better. They have them in wood or plastic with like a pillow attached to the bottom and use that. You put put some protection. Encourage your children if they're playing with their tablets to put the laptop pad on top of their lap. Don't don't just put it right on top of yourself, you know. And not keep the cell phones in our pockets, you know. I mean, I do have it in my pocketbook, but at least it's not on my person. The men they need to get the the, um, the diodes and the neutralizing stickers and chips, and we need to get them for our husbands. And they even have um, mattresses that can help shield your body as you sleep. 
that have the orgone, orgone and diode protection built in. And you can find those with the blessings of the Honorable Del- Delbert Blair, rest in power, who passed away last year. And um, he offers a lot of different products on how to protect yourself. I really suggest that you um, look into the different things that I suggested and how to make the different kinds of adjustments within your home and to not make your, um, your phone calls, your cell phone calls in your car as often to try to, you know, make them outside. Supposedly, as you're, as you're a moving target, the Wi-Fi frequency is constantly trying to find you. And I know most of us talk on the phone in our car as we commute. You know, so invest in the diodes and the organs. And um, later on during the herbnology segment, I'm going to speak on some natural radiation protection remedies. You know, the Most High always has a cure for that, right? The Most High has the ultimate app for that. And so we'll get into that during that time frame. So I hope just the idea of just opening this up, because we will do a part two, where I will go into a much more detailed aspect of how to protect your home, specifically your bedrooms, your living room, your kitchen, all those different ways that we can implement small things and um, make our home a safe place in all kinds of ways. Right now, I'm going to take a music moment with K-Vibes, also known as Brick Rose, with her song, Pull Up. This one going north to the north, so east and west. Digital or analog, we are fearless. I'm so happy pull up. When them hear this, you want them happy pull up. Man, I shoot rifle and gun them happy pull up. All firecrackers happy done them happy pull up. I'm so happy pull up. So happy pull up. When them hear this. You want them off to pull up Man I shoot rifle and gun them off to pull up All firecrackers off to gun them off to pull up I saw them off to pull up Back in the days we used to spin battles on everything got digital Fifty man on one version Fifty man writing special Music we abuse when the lyrics that we choose Taking the whole world down well, there is room for every man to spin a tune. Word, power, and sound. Our sound has to pull up. When them hear this, you want them up to pull up. Man, I shoot rifle and gun them up to pull up. All firecrackers have to done them up to pull up. A sound has to pull up. Sound has to pull up. When them hear this, you want them up to pull up. Man, I shoot rifle and gun them up to pull up. All firecrackers have to done them up to pull up. A sound has to pull up. We load milk crate with a record, no 12-inch gun to CD. 
Nobody talk about tape and cassette, that's an ancient history. MP3 to iPod, through speakers ten feet tall. Select the wheel and come again and touch a button from a friend, just to hear the magic ball. Back in the days we used to sing vinyl on everything got digital. Fifty man on one version, fifty man vibes special. Music we abuse when the lyrics that we choose taking the whole world down. Well, there is room for every man to spin the tune. Work power and sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ha-ha. Oh, yeah. All sound of pull up. When them hear this, yeah, want them of pull up. Man, I shoot rifle and gun them of pull up. All firecrackers of it done them of pull up. A sound of pull up. Sound of pull up. Energies 
of the transgressed and the transgressors and the energy of power and salvation, supposedly, this landmass. And so um, that would be a cause for, I think, war, if they were to try to move that to Jerusalem. So let's, so let's just pray on that space, that that is just not aided or abetted, but just released and just be a passing thing. And so hundreds of thousands of people will be coming to D.C. specifically to protest the inauguration of Donald Trump. They're expecting over 400,000 protesters. That's just not the people that will be there supporting him, but just the protesters. And so um, their groups, Disrupt 20, is one of them. And their whole goal is to create chaos during this event. The more chaos, the better. They, They want that written in the papers they stated that the inauguration of Donald Trump was rifled with chaos. If you have family members in the D.C. area, you know, the DMV area, um, just pray for those ones that are around that that space and those energetics at the moment as um, they're trying to put fear and chaos into the spectrum. And... um, we shall see what unfolds. And so now ads in over two dozen cities, according to the Washington Times, ads in over two dozen cities um, offer protesters $2,500 to agitate at the Trump inaugural. These ads are in 24 cities going across the United States right now actively. You can type it in Google right now. It's in talking. It will come up. So there will be paid agitators just like there was before with the Soros-backed, supposedly backed, allegedly Black Lives Matter movement that is funded. These are all grandstanding events, and and they're just like skirmishes (laughs) that are funded. We have our own guerrilla warfare. It's just different, right? And so um, the police, in D.C. have been told, and this is um, in their paperwork, and they have a website actually called Blue Lives Matter. I think it's bluelivesmatter.net. And so the police in D.C. must must keep the body cameras off on Inauguration Day. So they said that they ha- that um, they have to put the cameras on while they're making arrests. But while they're going around and whatever leads to the arrest, the body cameras is not going to show. And the other thing that it mentioned in the article is that um, I didn't think about before until I read it was that the police already have police cameramen that will be a part of the masses. So there are official police cameramen roaming around. They probably have on body cameras themselves or some kind of camera equipment. And you may think they're the press, but they're actually the police. So a lot of that is going on as well. But the D.C. police must keep body cameras off on Inauguration Day. Why would they have to be off during Inauguration Day? 
It doesn't make any sense. And people should be able to, you know, have the... What's the point of the body cams then? It's, just, it's, it's already chaos. And so an undercover investigation exposed groups plotting criminal activity at Trump inauguration, and they were going to do a chemical attack using butyric acid. And it does more than just create a stink bomb. It causes blisters to the skin, blindness to the eyes, blisters to the esophagus if inhaled, and death to, as- to um, asthmatics. So they did. They were able to do that via the group. This um, um, Twitter account was hacked, and everything that they were planning was exposed via that way. So there's a lot of mayhem that's planned. So let's just send our prayers to that area for covering for the people that live there that are the least protected so that they won't be the most affected by what's happening around them. Um, outside of D.C., onto another city, the city of Atlanta is hosting new gentrifying bus tours. They have gentrifying bus tours. They're busing investors into the hood. And they're trying to get them to buy it all up. They're actual rented, beautiful buses. They're high-class buses with the curtains and the high cushions. And um, they're like four buses deep with people on the bus with the microphone explaining how the neighborhood will be in the next five years and what the prices are. Just like a TMZ tour, but in the hood and what can happen here if they invest. You know, there's a a movement I've noticed on Instagram called buytheblock.com. I've I've mentioned them before. I believe in the ethic. Even if you don't do it with them, you know others that have decent credit and others that have decent on-paper income and you come together and join your own investment clubs. Because they're now doing gentrifying bus tours in Atlanta. And I saw some video of of, um, some pictures of this. It was on Media Takeout, of all places. MediaTakeout.com. MTONews.com, I'm sorry. Yeah. And they have pictures of the the, um, buses lined up. And the people coming out the buses, and they're walking up to the homes. And one of the places hadn't closed yet. And the people were there. I think they were closing like in a week, and the people were there that were going to close. And these people came in, and that's how this whole thing was exposed. Forty people are coming into this house that's supposed to be empty that they're closing on next week. And some tourist is, and and some person is explaining, you know. <laughs> The features of the home and not even caring that it's even about to close or it's under contract and it said so, you know, out on the lawn. So we have to band together and really look into purchasing land, acreage, acres, by the block. I believe in that movement. I don't know about that group, but that but that but that message resonates with me personally, by the block if you can, because they coming out there, and you love your hood wherever it's at, and you think, oh, this is my hood, and, you know, 
and mad that, you know, the quote-unquote man is coming to do it. Your future's in your hands. It's in our hands. We have to make conscious, wise decisions, be aware of these streams, overstand of manipulation, these frequencies of frustration and fraudulency, you know, and, 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 and see it for what it is and make moves based on that with the most high in our spirit. Definitely. So we're going to move forward. And I'm going to take a, uh, um, a music moment. And this is Reese, 700 Mile Situation.
Blessings and greetings. Now that we move on to technology, what's happening with this technology? We're talking about these streams, right? These frequencies. So right now, Amazon has the new Echo, and so the question is: Is Amazon's Echo now a police surveillance device? In um, Bentonville, Arkansas, Amazon's Echo and Echo Dot were popular Christmas gifts in 2016, but some privacy advocates are warning that they could be used by law enforcement to gather data about you about you and your family. So the prosecutors in Benton County, Arkansas, have issued a search warrant to Amazon for data from Echo from an Echo device belonging to a murder suspect, James Andrew Bates. So far, Amazon is refusing to cooperate. Amazon will not release the custom information without valid and binding legal demand be properly served on us, the, the um, press release state. So Echo and Echo Dot are digital assistants that answer questions from owners who use voice commands like wake up. And one typical word is Alexa. And that's tied to Amazon's computer cloud. So supposedly the only information within the home that is stored is what is said following the word prompt. But when is it turned off? Is my question. That's why I can't. I mean, as 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 convenient as it sounds to just be like, look up this Alexa, and I don't have to go to the computer and turn it on and put the screen on and turn on the trackpad and the keyboard and sign in and blah blah. It's so easy to just say, oh Alexa, you know, what time is the movie playing at the Cineplex? And it already knows your zip code, knows the Cineplex you're talking about. And it says it to you, you know, call so-and-so. I mean, just it's just so easy. What's the weather? So it's always on. Just like with my Apple TVs, I don't use the voice command because I feel like once you have did, I looked in settings. And, you know, even though I think once you give them that, that um, opening, it's just always open no matter what. I just don't trust it. And so because you have an expectation of privacy in your home. And so there's a big problem that law enforcement can use technology that advances our quality of life against us. Um, So there's the police have seized his echo, but alleged that there's no more information stored in the cloud. So the echo allows a person to control home automation devices, such as lights, thermostat. Um, You can request news and information. So this thing is listening And, you know, so you have to be careful if you have those things in your home. And so now at um, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show was just in Las Vegas last week, and there's a plethora of technology advances that have been unleashed to society and apps. One of them is um, a hypnotherapy app. So now these apps can hypnotize you. If you're suffering from stress, a low self-esteem, a Danish company called Hello Mind has a hypnotherapy app to claims to offer the 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 perfect fix, just one click away. So you download the Hello Mind app and choose the area to work on, whether it's to get rid of a phobia, and um, who knows what that thing is implanting in people's minds. They're just creating cells, you know, time released. And, and, and so, you know, these things are all over our homes and in our lives and, and just in our brains, you know. 
And so um, now they have your cars are going to be outfitted to be virtual assistants. So, again, that goes back to that universal basic income. Because if your car can do that, what do you need a person for? And um, they also have egg and sperm fertility tech. So tech is now getting involved with the babies. So they have two new gadgets that are attempting to help to get new families get started. A fertility testing bracelet for women with a smartphone-connected sperm test. For men. So now the sperm is connected to the smartphone. That's deep. So that's what's happening in technology. We're going to take another music moment with Daughters of Zion by Sister Aisha.
We have made it through terrible times. 
Herbnology. Herbnology. Radiation. How to protect yourself from its effects safely and naturally. I found this information in um, Natural News as one of the locations. That's a great website, naturalnews.com. And they have a lot of really great, really good articles that explain the different um, mineral components that assist and herbal and root and elixir, things that you can put together. So um, whether concern stems from possible exposure to drifting radi- radiation, um, you know, they had that nuclear power plant in Japan, you know, cell phones, computers, Wi-Fi, smart meters, all the whole gamut, the constant exposure to electromagnetic fields results in DNA fragmentation, which can lead to cancers of the paratoid salivary gland, the thyroid gland, and the head. Children are even more susceptible with evidence of brain and spinal tumors appearing in children exposed to radiation. Um, Overtiredness, failed pregnancies, compromised immune system functions, certain types of dementia, cognitive dysfunction, all that happens when you're totally um, bombarded on a regular basis. So a strong, healthy thyroid is the best protection from radioactive iodine and EMF exposure. So the thyroid is very important. Thyroid gland and protection from EMF exposure. So eating foods naturally high in iodine will supply the thyroid with adequate amounts of iodine, discovering, discouraging the absorption of radioactive iodine and protecting it from EMF damage. I also wanted to remind the ones listening tonight, if you have any information um, regarding um, any of the different things that I've mentioned tonight, please press 1 and join in the conversation. You know, and you can um, text us live at 646-494-4722 or press 1 and you can join in and share your wisdom or just speak and free your spirit for the moment. Um, So these foods are high in iodine and part of a natural and safe approach to protecting from EMF damage. And so seaweed and sea vegetables okay so we need to incorporate seaweed and sea vegetables cranberries or cranberry juice potatoes with the skin so of course you want organic potatoes with the skin organic cranberries and cranberry juice hopefully it's organic seaweed and not made to place that's you know making the fake form of it beans especially navy beans Navy beans is a a strong protection. And Himalayan crystal salt, the pink salt. And additional um, protection comes from dark leafy greens and orange starchy foods like sweet potatoes, winter squash, and carrots. Additional protection is milk thistle, a proven detoxifier. Siberian ginseng facilitates overall cellular health and strengthens the body against all types of stress, 
including um, cancer treatments. Um, one that I take um, for fibromyalgia that strengthens your immune system, and I make it into iced tea, is astragalus. And I also get the root extract, and we take that when we have colds or under the weather. It just strengthens your immune system. And it's supposed to be good for people that are undergoing radiation therapy and chemotherapy, those kind of, and um, you know, all those different types of exposures. You want to give them astragalus that really strengthens your immune system up. Um, drink plenty, plenty of water every day to eliminate toxins. Cucurmin is an antioxidant and scientifically proven anti-inflammatory, protects and helps tissue healing, and visual imagery, the power of positive thinking through visualization of wellness throughout the body. Um, so radiation exposure sets the stage for the release of specific minerals from the body, which are necessary for optimal protection from electromagnetic fields. And so these minerals are potassium, lithium, magnesium, copper, calcium, selenium. Selenium is especially important as a cofactor of iodine. So you want to take the selenium with the iodine for cell regeneration and protection because the body works synergistically to heal and protect. So you want to consume a variety of organic, whole plant-based foods in a variety of colors to guarantee a good supply of antioxidants and the elimination of the free radicals. Um, multivitamin supplements are not, you know, everything, but they may be used from time to time to cover any any missing nutrients, you know. So, I mean, it's not practical in today's society to completely eradicate all sources of radiation. However, the best protection comes from minimizing exposure in the first place. And um, this, along with the approach, you know, of getting the lost minerals, the potassium, the lithium, the magnesium, the copper. Um, you, you can get a copper pitcher or a copper cup, and maybe once a week at night, um, I have a copper pitcher at home. I got it in the in an um, Indian store. If you have like an Indian neighborhood, East Indian, like Bangladesh, those kind of that kind of Indian um, neighborhood, and and you know that sells silver and copper. They have copper pots. Back in the days, the shaman that went around and was able to heal people, and one of the reasons they didn't get sick was because they carried a copper cup. This is how I learned about the uh, magic of copper, and so they would let the rainwater collect in it when they would go to places and they would drink from it. And so the water would absorb the copper, just like, you know, the water absorbs whatever it's in, like the plastic bottles and things like that. And so the water absorbs the copper and you drink that in and it helps your immune system. So even just incorporating that once or twice a week, leave it on the counter, um, you know, let the water absorb overnight in the morning Everybody have a sip, you know, a small cup of it, and just just get that copper in the body to protect against these um, streams and waves that are coming out around us. Um, so those are just some of the things. And I love seaweed and salads, you know, and in soup. And um, you can even incorporate it, shred it in a sandwich. You know, you can um, hide it in meatballs if you eat meat or, you know, just seaweed is just something that's really, really important. Also, 
um, gemstones and natural radiation protection. So radiation protection is necessary. As we know, it's in the air, the water, the food we eat. It causes us to feel unwell. It can contribute to eventual onset of disease. That's why we need to know these things that the Most High has provided within nature, um, the nature of the Most High, as I like to say, um, to help us. Nature has provided the most effective means to do this using gemstones and precious metals. But we need to know which ones to use and how to use them and how to keep them clean so that they can retain their effectiveness. So your body runs on electricity. And the electricity produced by your body is what connects the synapses in your brain, guides the communication signals between your cells, and keeps your heart beating. Everything in your body does is controlled and monitored by electrical signals running through it. And this is a natural process. This is the way the human body is wired. But today, because of society's high dependence on electromagnetic devices, our bodies are under attack. And the attack affects the integrity of the electrical biofield which surrounds the body. This energy field keeps us healthy, so it'd be wise to protect it. Your energy field is bleeding. Few people today feel 100% healthy. They associate their lack of well-being with being overworked, the never-ending demands of family life and career, the hectic pace of living life in big cities, a lack of exercise, and no time for a healthy diet. And the fact is that our energy fields are constantly being bombarded with radiation from EMF devices wherever we go. There's no escape from it. You know, um, power lines, everything. So flying on long-haul flights over two hours, all deplete our electromagnetic fields. Manufacturers of the electric products we use spend considerable sums of money sponsoring scientific studies to find that these devices are completely safe so that they can continue producing and selling them for profit. And so the Supreme Court ruled linked cell phone use to cancer. You know, even in the Supreme Court of Italy and Rome, you know, it was added to a list of class 2B carcinogens responsible for possible genetic damage, brain dysfunction, brain tumors, conditions such as sleep disorders and headaches. And so 60% of insurance underwriters now refuse to cover cell phone manufacturers for potential health claims from long-term cell phones. And so three ways to wear gemstones for radiation protection. So in our society, women tend to be the primary wearer of gemstones. Um, Could that be one of the reasons why women generally tend to live longer than men? You never know. Rings as radiation protection on the left hand, where a single reflective, I'm sorry, a single refractive gem of two or more carats. The best are diamonds, garnet, or spinel. So two or more carats on the left hand, a single refractive gem of two or more carats. On the right hand, where a double refractive gem of four carats or more, such as aqua aquamarine, sapphire, ruby, emerald, tourmaline, topaz, or any of the quartz varieties such as amethyst, peridot, or citrine. So again, on the right hand, that's aquamarine, sapphire, ruby, emerald, tourmaline, topaz, or any kind of, of the varieties of quartz like amethyst, citrine, 
and Pirido. So gems need to be worn in contact with the skin, and the larger the surface area, the contact, the better. You might consider having flat gemstones installed in wristbands or armbands, which have a better surface contact than rings. Gemstone combinations to avoid. Avoid wearing these gemstone combinations on the same hand, rubies and sapphires. And varieties of gemstones, beryl, which includes emeralds, morganite, alexandrinite, or aquamarine. This means it's better to choose only one out of all these for your right hand. Um, pendants as radiation protection. Around your neck, add this um, a lapis lazuli pendant of at least 25 grams or 125 carats as a stabilizing force. Lapis lazuli. The effect of wearing these is to increase your own electrical energy field and deflect opposing ones. The clear gems bring in the higher dimensional light waves and amplify and hold your field intact. Metallic wristbands as radiation protection. Combine this with the wristband on each wrist of gold, palladium, or platinum. The more expensive metals do not fit your budget. Silver, copper, brass, titanium, and carbon steel can be used. Um, they have the meditation bangles. These are bracelets made of nine gems with jewels embedded in them. You can have them designed with your choice of gems facing in towards the skin with a standard metal exterior displaying the gems with their backs in contact with your skin. The potent energy shield and auric field amplifier. If you wear rings, if you wear the rings and lapis lazuli pendant in combination, you will be following the wisdom of what is known as the, in the civilizations of Atlantis, ancient Egypt, and other advanced societies. This will prevent your energy field from bleeding. So the rings plus the pendant, the lapis lazuli pendant and the rings, about um, the crystal quartz and the diamonds. So diamonds are the highest form of quartz. If you wear them, um, you're supposed to be aware that they will attract negative energies like a magnet. They are many recording devices. So, you know, different gems have different energies. And so um, you have to know natural gems are increasingly subject to processing, such as heat treatments to get rid of their flaws. 99% of gems have flaws that make them more appealing in the marketplace. If you find a gem that has no flaws, you might consider that it has, that it has been treated. The treatment consists of being heated to nearly melting point to make the flaws disappear. And this process destroys the crystalline structure because it's turned into glass. Um, for example, emeralds that have fractures are filled with plastic resin or green oil and vacuum acid treated in oil to make them flawless. However, the orderly crystal structure is disrupted by this treatment. So this is fine if you just to want to wear them for their beauty. But if you want more from your gemstones, it's time to forego the glitz of perfection and harness the beneficial energies that the natural stones can bring into your life. You know, and it's also part of Ayurvedic medicine. You know, um, 
they believe that it makes sense to protect our bodies with appropriate metals. We protect our houses from being hit with lightning, with the copper lightning rod. Long ago, the yogis recognized that the astral light emitted by pure metals counted the negative effects of electrical and magnetic radiations in the atmosphere. Um, in 1938, it was it was it, this is on part of ancient Ayurvedic history on metals when the adhesive power of the body cells becomes lax with the advance of old age, the planetary pull becomes stronger causing more laxity of the cells, inviting disease and mental disturbance. The bangle and its combination of metals, as fixed by the rishis, emanate electrical rays unseen by human eyes, which counteract all planetary vibrations. Just as a lightning rod is affixed to a house to absorb the falling thunder and lightning, so the bangle is a lightning rod to absorb the ferocity of bad um, energy planetary rays falling on the body as well as these frequencies that are man-made rays and streams of of energy you know and so you want to wear a combination of protective gems as described above wear a noble metal on both wrists at least 30 minutes a day exercise walking yoga tai chi earthing spending time in a place where your where your earth can touch your bare feet Staying hydrated, natural spring water is best. Using water filters in the showers and on taps. Eating a healthy diet, whether it be vegetarian, raw, organic, paleo, or juicing. Using salt baths, spas, mineral baths. Detoxifying with infrared saunas, colonic irrigation, massage therapy. Um, avoiding, you know, excess alcohol, prescription, drugs, you know, um, Incorporating cleansers into your diet, like, you know, extra garlic and ginger, ginger and apple cider vinegar and turmeric. You know, um, if you're into smudging, smudge your environment. Place ionic generators in your office and home using salt blocks, air filters to restore the ionic balance in your living environment. So they have those Himalayan salt lamps where, you know, the light bulb itself is generating the heat and executing the effectiveness that the salt can have within the atmosphere. Um, an effective neutralizer for computer equipment is place a one or three pound block of iron nickel meteorite or one to three pound block of malachite on either side of your computer. So that's malachite. I'm going to look for that. One to three pound block of malachite or one to three pound block of iron nickel meteorite. So, again, the Most High is amazing. Praise the Most High. The gems are here. The gems are right there in the gem. And we have to protect that gem, us, the temple. We have to protect the gem, definitely, you know. And so um, now I'm going to take another music moment. And I'm going to play Jaw Nine Legitimate. Well, this one is a Legitimate or not, some claiming them if you 
from the original plot As though their integrity could still be intact But what is the likelihood of that When if you trace the source of each resource they've got That's taps into the vein of the masses The system maintains Feeding on their usefulness and draining from their brains And then the weak ones are rejected Armed and turned toward the stripe They return reports and take away their life But make no mistake There is life in abundance for all to partake So war is redundant and hate is futile But too many could feel it Y'all are the same The essence of life in this physical plane Nothing can restrain the law You just have to claim the law Yes, I remember the censorship of showing your roots Deception with no lie conditioning for the youth Straightening their follicles while twisting their minds Replacing all traditions with their programs for decline But as I rebel, my Nazi swells defiant of the taming My natural advantage I'm proclaiming These spirals map the course of life and represent the force of life Connected to the source of life So make no mistake, there is life in abundance for all to partake So war is redundant and hate is futile But too many put feel physical plane, nothing can restrain the love, you just have to claim it, you just have to claim it, you just have to claim the love.
Blessings. And now we're at the metaphysics of the moment and all that we discussed this evening. I wanted to read from the Gospel of the Essene, Book 2, The Communions. This is taken from the Angel of Wisdom. Um, I'm going to read the preface to it. Then there was a great silence as the, lit- as, as, as the listeners pondered the words of Jesus, and there was new strength in them, and hope shone in their faces. And then one man spoke, Master, we are filled with eagerness to begin our communions with the angels of the earthly mother who planted the great garden of the earth. But what about the angels of the heavenly father who rule the night? How are we to talk to them? Who are so far above us? Who are invisible to our eyes? For we can see the rays of the sun. We can feel the cool water of the stream where we bathe. And the grapes are warm to our touch as they grow purple on the vines. But the angels of the heavenly father cannot be seen or heard or touched. How then can we talk to them and enter their infinite garden? Master, tell us what what we must do. And the morning sun encircled his head with glory as Jesus looked upon them and spoke. This is the third communion. It's with the angel of wisdom. The angel of wisdom who maketh man free from fear, wide of heart and easy of conscience. Holy wisdom, the understanding that unfolds continuously as a holy scroll, yet does not come through learning, as wisdom cometh from the heavenly Father, and is with him forever. Who can number the sand of the sea, and the drops of the rain, and the days of eternity? Who can find out the heights of heaven, and the breadth of the earth? Who can tell the beginning of wisdom? Wisdom hath been created before all things, He who is without wisdom is like unto him that saith to the wood, Awake, and to the dumb stone, Arise and teach. So are his words empty and his deeds harmful, as a child who brandishes his father's sword and knoweth not its cutting edge. But the crown of wisdom makes peace and perfect health to flourish, both of which are the gifts of God. O thou heavenly order, O thou angel of wisdom, I will worship thee and the heavenly father because of whom the river, the river of thought within us is flowing towards the holy sea of eternity. And since we're talking about protecting our bodies, our temples, the metaphysical meeting of temple, Solomon or house of Jehovah, First King six, the metaphysical meaning of Solomon of temple, Solomon's temple is a symbol of the regenerated body of man, which when he attains it, he will never again leave. This enduring temple is built in the understanding of the spirit as the one and only cause of all things. In First Corinthians six nineteen. And in 2 Corinthians 6.16, we learn that man's body is the temple or house of God. 
History says that for magnificence, splendor, and cost, Solomon's temple has never been equaled. It occupied three-fourths of a square mile and cost a billion dollars, yet not a vestige of it remains. Several temples have since been built on the spot where it stood. So we see that the enduring temple that man is to build is not the outer symbol, but the body temple of Jesus Christ. When Jesus came teaching that the body is the temple, he brought to man the revelation of the enduring temple. We as a race are educated through symbols. The temple of Solomon and the tabernacles that preceded were object lessons, symbols of the true tabernacles that God pitched, but not man, of the temple not made with hands, internal in the heavens. The heavens represent the consciousness of the ideal in each of us. The real temple idea is a permanent abiding place for the ego. The ego must be clothed upon. Man is a series of conscious projections from center. Ego to circumference, body. This clothing is made of thought. You know, so we have to put the thought and the conscious, willful action to our temple and to use the Mosai's creations, such as the gemstones, the milk thistle, the herbs, to protect ourselves. And overstand the wisdom in doing so. That's an action of a wise man and woman. Because when you know better, you do better. Bit by bit, day by day. You make a place. For it to be that way. <laughs> okay? <laughs> we have to listen to the Most High and what he has here. Your temple has to be fortified, sanctified, protected. It's important. And we have to teach these basic things to our children. It's, you know, I mean, I'm learning from scratch at this age these things, you know, but our children have the chance through us as mother, as the woman. Holding the truths and the nature of the Most High Sacred and teaching them to our children and making it just something natural for them. So I please urge everyone listening to just look up those terms, you know, such as smart reading devices, smart meter reading devices, you know. Look into EMFs, Google it, see how you can protect yourself. Take some cues from some of the things I said with the laptop. Try to use a desk or a table. You know, look into diodes, or God energy, those kinds of things. I wanted to bring in Yaden to um, share this evening and expound. Brother, are you oh. there? Yes, shalom, shalom. That reading. Shalom. From, yes, can you hear? I? Can you hear yes, I? I can. Yes, I can. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just check and see if I had. Sometimes I have the mic on mute just because while I'm listening, you know, I begin speaking in the spirit and 
wow, so much that I brought forward, but it, it was all, it's all working together. And just to, just to begin off right here, say thank you. You know, thank you for the sharing. You know, thank you for the caring. Thank you for the sharing. And topic matter um, concerning, uh, um, what did you call it? I call it vibes. What did you call the subject matter for this, for this gathering, sis? Oh, this is the uh, Wi-Fi radiation EMFs and how to protect yourself, part one. Okay. And I related them to the streams, the holy streams that are around us, the different frequencies, the waves. Mm. Mm. I call it them vibes. (laughs) Vibrations, the vibes, brother, the vibes. (laughs) True, true, true. But but, but that's how, if you want to look into it, if you want to find the best or at least what's out there and, and find the truth for yourself, all those all those names are different ways that it's it's described and ones go into their research and sharing on that. But wow, wow. When you read from uh, the Essene Gospel where it said that those who listen was just like in, in, in I'm paraphrasing, but just like in silence. That's where I was, you know, vibing too. I'm like, wow. It's like I could overstand ones and ones probably taking notes, mental and otherwise, and just thinking about, you know, on various the various um, subject matters, how they're so relative to what we actually are experiencing, and perhaps giving no doubt, giving um, directions for um, resolution or solution about certain things that are ongoing. You know, some things that we vibe, but we don't really understand. You know, what vibes we're under. You know, some are waiting for a spiritual war to begin, but in a sense, it's it's already begun. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's been going on and, and even escalating, even with and through the technology, you know, merging the EM waves that you brought in as well. Um, was I was just taking notes. Does I have, does I have um, the, uh, I know you do, do, do a very good script and you know how you plan and put together the show. Yeah. Do you have the, the oh, yeah, synopsis? Me, yes, synopsis? I do. Yes, Please yeah, I, I took my, I took I took some first. I just did like I I usually do. I have my book, but the book is closed. I said, okay, let me listen. Let me, you know, you know how you just let me listen. Let me see what's going on. But then as it's going on, and as you're hearing, like, oh, that's interesting. I was just thinking about that there. Like you began off with um speaking on what the scripture says about the body being the temple, but you began off. I think the first one of the first verses that you referred to at the early part, the beginning of the broadcast was, I think it was Matthew 6, was it Matthew 6 and 22 concerning the eye? Was was, was yeah. that one of the verse? Uh, when you mentioned that, I was thinking about the Torah portion that we are currently in right now. And what was so interesting, which is actually Exodus, beginning off Exodus, which is called from the Hebrew perspective, Shemot or the names. And one of the first things that's mentioned that's been very cryptic, so-called, to a lot of folks and ones and ones is when it speaks about um, the Israelites or the Hebrews in Egypt down there in the valley, in the Nile Valley. And it says that there arose a king, right, who did not know Joseph. And the connection, I'm sure you might have heard about, um, there's an ancient story of the battle between Horus and Set, and where Set, you know, some say the yes. Egyptian Satan, 
ripped out Horace's left eye, which is the eye of, you know, the, the left eye, which is like the eye of the moon or the eye of matter. The right eye is the eye of spirit, but ripped out the eye of matter. And, you know, like, and, and this imbalance that was caused. But then it was um, Tahuti, one named Tahuti, which represents wisdom. I found it to be very interesting in our studies, like from the Amharic, you know, Ethiopia, the connection with the Nile. Um, Egypt is the valley and Ethiopia is like the highlands. That's where the waters, the inundation came from. But in the Ethiopic language, um, when we say humble, right, or humility, we use the term tahut, just like tut, tahut. And then I notice in the Amharic Bible, when it relates to this particular word, it relates twice. And once it relates to Moses, when it says in the English, it says that he was the most meek. He was the meek, you know, he was humble and meek. And then when the Messiah says, um, you know, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. I am lowly in heart. When it says like lowly in heart, in the Amharic, it says to hoot. Now, in my study, I relate that with, you know, with Egypt and since it's in the Bible, the Ethiopic Bible, not the Western, you know, Western European wasp, white Anglo-Saxon Christian, but in that other half of the story that we haven't been told about, I say, that's interesting. So if, if in Egypt they call Tut, right, and then in Ethiopia, which is related, you know, like, like um, I and I is related in that sense, then you begin to get to see that, okay, so this wisdom that it says that restore that eye, you know, the eye of Horus. Now, Horus, not to get all into this, but Horus basically is, uh, you know how we tell stories and we like the person wearing the white hat and the person wearing the black hat, you know, in order to say one, one is good or one is evil, or however you are articulating that particular story. But that story right there connects with this Torah portion. But when you mention the eye, just to bring it forward for the brothers and sisters, when Christ says in 6 and 22, um, your eye being single, getting into a little bit of just what that word single actually means, it means to be folded together. In a sense, we look at the Bible, the scriptures, and we might miss out on the practical application of it. And I give thanks for the for you bringing forward these practical applications of it and also reminding us, those of us to, who need to be reminded or even informing and enlightening us about the real connection of these things. So when you mentioned that, I said, wow, that's interesting. There rose a king in the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary where it speaks about king. To simplify it, king means that which is dominant, that, that, that ruling thought that which is dominant, right, in one's life. And it's interesting that this technology, <laughs> right, technology is what? King, right? The technology is king. You know, that this technology is the dominant thing, right? And at the yes, same it time, is. What, it is. what it does, it kind of blinds one eye. You know what I'm saying? That we it see does. one application of it, but we don't it's see the other application. Mm-hmm. And the light is not, you know, what's that verse again? Let me just get the verse right here because I had me running around like on my notes. I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting there. And that's a confirmation. Okay, that's a, that's interesting. I need to look into that. <laughs> so I thank you very much 
for that, and it's definitely in the spirit. And I could understand where maybe the brothers I and sisters. I thank the most high for the inspiration. Amen. Amen. Because even myself, I had to come out of inertia when you texted me and you asked me whether I would want anything to say, and you was gonna remind the sisters, you know, and the brothers, but mainly the sisters, namely the sisters, if they wanna, you know, bring anything forward. I was thinking, I said, man, I could understand what others are going through. Because even when I'm like hosting and I'm prepared and I say, all right, I've come on the air, you know, you just go and you put in that work, you know. But now when you're receiving the work that the next one has put in, you know, getting from inertia <laughs> into motion. Yeah, but we motion. have to be awake and aware. Yes, we have to move at the speed of life, you know. <laughs> The speaker because the, um, yes because the um because the technology is moving you know ahead and so uh, we were made so we have to keep it you know to me the technology should be keeping up with us as mm, you know as opposed mm. to us keeping up with the technology. Well, and so if you can well, be forewarned and 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 kind of foresee what's happening in it you know and with it then you can protect yourself. In some kind of way, shape, or form, to like make it safer, at least. To even know what's going on, because we know that thoughts create vibrations and and energy. So even in that knowledge, you know, what I mean, to be forewarned, they say, is to be forearmed. So even in knowing what's going on, even if you're not able to have all of the preparation just yet, because you just got to know about it, it already is affecting a change. You know what I mean? Even in your aura, in your atmosphere. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. In your ether, as the master says, Matthew 6 and 22, the light of the body is the eye. And this is interesting. This is the Bible, right? So we can see that ancient wisdom. You know, even we we, we speak about like the eye and, and Egypt or like nowadays people are looking at the eye as being evil because of what the evil do is that vibration that they have put out that is not in balance. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? That's out of balance. But here in the scripture says the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thine whole body shall be full of light. And the interesting thing I noticed about that word single, like I said, it meant to be folded together, almost like to be folded together, not to be like fragmented mm-hmm. when you mentioned about the DNA and these vibration breaking you know, affecting our, or defecting, affecting and defecting our DNA. And that's the real level of the spiritual warfare. You may, made another mention about, I think, they show the waves. And, and it's spiritual. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a spiritual effect on like, the body. Wow, yes. mm-hmm. Magnetic. And, you know, the electromagnetic, another way of saying it, when we go to our Hebrew wisdom, right, and the scripture, and we stop, like I said, stop reading the Bible like uh, like a Gentile. You know, stop reading the Bible as half original. Let's look at it as our ancestors did. Read the Bible as a Hebrew. When we look at male and female, right, even in the scripture, though there's a natural level of that, right, there's also the scientific level because the male and the female is the electromagnetic right there. You know what I'm saying? And when those waves are not in balance, you know, yeah. you didn't know when they fluctuate, they it causes all sort of disturbance and there's a law in in science, not their science, but in the true knowledge, you can see it for yourself, that like attracts like. 
So it's almost like if they create an unstable EM wave, male, female wave, electromagnetic, magnetic, female, electro, male, they, they create an unstable wave. It will mm-hmm. affect, it can affect people. It can affect people in a relationship, potentially, a male and a female, if they direct this wave. It can also affect the male and female polarities, right, within their bodies, the energies and the organs in their bodies. So a little you know, while ago. You know, that's what Prince talked about before he passed away, when he was on Tavis Smiley. He said how they would, how they would fly the planes with, when, they're, when they're spraying the stuff. Mm, yes. You know what I'm talking about? What's it called uh-huh. again? You know, um, the chem- plane. Right, thank you. The chemtrails, you know. And he said that he noticed that after the chemtrails were sprayed, there were fights in his neighborhood. Exactly. The chemtrails actually, right. as strange as it may seem, the truth is stranger than fiction. Chemtrails come from, the knowledge of chemtrails to do that come from what they've learned from one of our ancient cultures, Kemet. The mm-hmm. chemistry. No, the chemistry of, you know, looking with at the frequency. these things. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And because these things are so, if you try to study these things on your own, study any one of these sciences, you'll recognize, man, there's a lot of, you know, the scientists have their own formulas and everything. But what people miss is where it's right here in the scripture. You see what I'm saying? Where the same thing that they are proving by other means and other so-called sciences or other investigations have already been grounded and proven to us. You understand? Like the, the EM, when you mentioned the EM, it brought I and I around to what I think I text the I. I was like, it was reasoning, and I think I text the I earlier, I think it was a day or so ago, about, you said I say point of view, the POV point of view or point of vision, like when coming to the scripture. Yes. But then mm-hmm. I noticed it's also POV in the sense of point of vibes. I noticed that the Rastaman, yes, at least yes, the elders yes. I recall, they used to use vibe a lot. They were more vibe, vibocentric. You know about vibes. But I think that we don't say exactly. that so much because there's a lot of counterfeit vibes out there. You know, through the technology. <laughs> through the technology creating counterfeit vibes. Vibes that emulate, right, or clone, right, but they can also have adverse, adverse effects. Now, what people say this, what do we do about it? Well, knowledge is power. And on the energy fields, clothing and ornaments. I'm so gracious and grateful that you brought this forward because this now connects with something that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit caused I to bring forward about, I think a couple of days ago, I played it on the ear and ones and ones might have thought I was talking about, okay, we're wearing Babylonian clothing, you know, wearing Western Gentile clothing. We just need to stop the clothing. Like I'm speaking about it just only from the natural. No, but I didn't have the time to get into that explanation, so I thank you for bringing forward evidence, you know, concerning the clothing and the ornaments. Because what I found to be interesting is even with the Israelites in the scripture, there came a point where they took off their ornaments. And, the, and then when you get into that word ornaments, I think it's the word adi, it means finery and outfit, but then it also meant a headstall. Like something that you cover, you know, when like you covering your, you know, covering your head, you know. But it's in the in the sense of trappings. And then as I was listening to you and I was doing a little bit of research, and they while also had the breastplates. They also had the breastplates with all the different stones. And so who knows, you know, if the stones was against the skin, like oh. I was just 
and the research I mentioned, you know, the stones were shielding them and, you know, having special powers manifested through the most high to, you know, for endurance and strength and mental, cal- you know, mental clarity, all those things that the stones supposedly represent. And, and, and your analogy about the house, I, I forget exactly how you expressed it, but I wrote it in the best way I could. I said, like, protect the house, like protecting the house. As one would protect the house, have like a lightning rod, you know, to redirect, you know, the natural vibes in nature through that wisdom as we will protect our house, your piping, if you can get good piping. I know people use the, the these PC and other kind of pipes, but you could use, back in the day, they use what they use, copper, you know, copper yes, piping. Yes, copper pipes. My house has <laughs> copper pipes, exactly. You know, but now they want everybody to replace to what that, that PC... PCV, PCP, what's the name of that? The PVC plastic piping? Pipe. Yeah, PVC piping. Exactly. Exactly. But then look at the difference there with the water, right? The water is a current, right? Flowing through the plastic and then flowing through the copper, you can see, well, you know, the difference, of the, the difference in the effect and everything. So the clothing is also very important in the sense of this, that when you mentioned about the, about the um the, the rings, the rings and woman, you said that that might be one of the reasons putting it out there, women live longer because, you know, of wearing those gems. But we're in a different culture, right? Western Gentile culture that if a man wears gems, you know, we know what the implication, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the implications yes, yes. are mm-hmm. because we are out of our mind. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We are out of our mind or we're not in our, how the old timers used to say, you're not in your right mind. We're not in our right mind because we lost our left eye because there Mm -hmm. arose a king who did not Mm -hmm. know ethical technology, (laughs) you know, ethical Mm -hmm. philosophy, the ethical use of technology, you know, because technology is wisdom. And in the practical application, we read in the Bible about wisdom, but the practical application of the wisdom is technology. In other words, the two of them go hand in hand. You see what I'm saying? Having that wisdom and then being able to apply it, say, to things and create, you know, machinery, devices to improve or better life, but also to apply that wisdom to even this machine that we have, so to speak, you know, the body. And then also to provide it things that it needs from the nature to protect ourselves. So when I was mentioning the verse, I think it was Zephaniah 1 and 8, where um, John says that he will punish all the, the king's children that are wearing strange clothing. And my bringing that forward wasn't to like a condemnation or guilt trip, but just to connect, you know, to connect that, for example, I think what's his name, Bill Gates, Bill Billy Goat Gates of Hell or Fire. He was talking about um, putting nano stuff in the clothing, and you mentioned that they have these pills now with like you know medications where they have tracking devices in it. Yes. So we can see what the application, what the what the state of mind or mindlessness is being expressed through the the these technologies. So we do have to have that counterbalance. And when the scripture mentions certain things about clothing and when they wore certain kind of clothing, it was because of that knowledge, you know what I mean, of nature and of creation. The copper, you mentioned, the silver, 
you know, the other medals, the gemstones. Yes, that breastplate was worn by the high priest, which was special to, to the high priest, but th- this knowledge of these gems in their individual or combined use was known to the people. In fact, there was a strange universe. Do you remember back in the days, maybe the 80s, I think it was like the 80s, mid, late 80s, maybe early 90s, there was this um, broadcast show when we only had the three big channels, ABC, CBS, NBC. We still have three, but, you know, they just, anyway. They have more (laughs) people working for that. But the show was called Strange Universe. You recall that show, Strange Universe? Yes, yes. Did you ever recall watching the episode? There was an episode where they was investigating someone who made the claim, right, that um, different patterns in clothing protect from both cosmic waves and um, man-made waves. For example, Hmm. if you look at a lot of South American, Aztec, Azteca, Mayan, and, you know, ancient clothing, and you can compare some styles of the natives over here in in the Americas and and Caribbean with also many styles over in Africa, and then you can go further over to the east and even to the far east, and you'll notice that there was this the knot work, like for example, the Ethiopian clothing, right? Has these right and a different cloth, work. right? And the and like and like the Kenta cloth and how the different um, tribes have their own seals, which are also like sigils. You know, exactly. and those different symbols or forms of, you know, gematria, right? Gematria, gematria. And, exactly. You know, so they all and have they, energy. And they protect. And they protect. In yes. fact, the Ethiopian cross is called, um, it, it's, it's an artistic pattern. They call it the eternal, the eternal knot. Right? The eternal knot and everything. Because it allows that energy to continually flow. You see what I'm saying? Allow that energy to continually stop, flow, stop, flow, and go around. Now, a lot of these sigils, like you mentioned, the sigils and the logos, I think most of us should be somewhat familiar with the fact that ones are seeking to use that to hypnotize or to put people under spell or to provoke phobia, you know, the, the spirits of phobia or fear or whatnot through the use like the Illuminati or the, the mysteries of iniquities by different various different names themselves are using shapes, signs, and sigils for these purposes. And we know that these have unconscious effects in our mind. Even if we're not familiar with it consciously, you see what I'm saying? There is, that's why you find uh, likenesses of symbology throughout many different cultures, even if these cultures never directly had interaction or correspondence, they all discover these things from the angels of the mother, as, as, as it were. You know what I mean? And notice what the angels mean. We think of angel in a Western Gentile sense in wrong ways. I mean, a lot of different wrong ways, you know? We mm-hmm. think of angel. But if you go to the Hebrew, let's look at it like a Hebrew, because when Moses was called to to restore the eye of his people so that they can see correctly and they can, the eye could be single again and they could come out of that, out of that bondage, you know, um, chant, chant, there's, there's so much here, right, right here. Um, when Moses, you know, when he went forward to restore that eye, you know, to repair that eye, you know, this is the part 
these these are all parts of repairing that eye, repairing that vision, because it says without a vision, the people what? The people perish. Actually, that's a kind of bad translation of it. It actually says in the, I think the language, without a vision, the people are loose living. Mm. Now, it's not so much loose living in the latter-day Gentile moralistic sense, where they always uh, tend to, when they say loose living, they only maybe think about sex. They don't think about anything else. They don't think about, like, these people coming into people's neighborhoods. I was thinking when you said about the on the bus to, to buy up the block and everything. And yeah. I had mentioned off the air, I said, wow, people don't get it. They did the same thing with the natives, where they came over, and a few of them might have settled down with some different communities or nearby some yeah. native community. Yeah. And the natives were like, you know, well, that's good. There's only a few of them, and we're getting used to mm-hmm. that. And imagine when somebody saw the rest of them come, and they saw the boats come. Can you imagine that they knew that this is over? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like in the same sense that a few came over, you know, the gentrification, and now much more in that sense, are coming over. But that, that There's too, a new colonization, you know, right? <laughs> I mean, that too shall pass once people can see sight, seeing, once people mm-hmm. can see what's going on. That too will pass. But as long as people don't see what's going on, you know, they don't see what's going on because they can't stop what's going on because they can't even see that it's going on. But my sister, thank you so much. I got to... I gotta, I got to live just, as you say, digest and live just, you know, what I've heard right here. It is, it, it, it is, um, it's, it's food for thought, definitely food for thought, you know what I mean? Food for thought, the vibes and the technology and the waves. But once you, now we become conscious, now that you know, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Now that you know, this is what's going on, that, that awareness it's creating a different vibration. You just have to just keep it, keep it going through, keep it up, keep it going through, you know, keep it up. But um, yes, my sister, um, the clothing is very important. I think that the ancient clothings also did provide protection. I think they were familiar with this, whether it was cosmic waves or whatnot like that, that these clothings with their patterns, with their shapes, in the scriptures we find for those of I and I who seek to be grounded, on the scriptures and look at the technology and the science of real life in the scriptures, you know, um, we get to see that the clothing and the ornaments are very important. We tend to look at it in the Western Gentile sense of beauty and fashion, you know, and we have to recognize that beauty and fashion itself is a Luciferian system. It came out of France. It was, it was Louis. I don't know if you've seen the, there's a, there's a series, a short mini series about maybe 10 or 11 episodes is called Versailles. I don't know if you've seen it. Versailles. No, I haven't. Mm. It's very interesting. Versailles, like over there, the, the French, V-E-R-S-A-I-L-L-E-S, I think something like that kind of spelling, um, the Frenchy word. But anyway, Versailles, and it talks about Louis, I think the last Louis, one of the last Louis kings, right? You know, Louis and a link with Louis and Lucifer. Right, but like Luc- Louis Thirteenth. I think one of those guys. Yeah, loose means light. So loose is not mm-hmm. a bad word. Just because it was Lucifer. Lucifer was light bearer. In other words, Lucifer had a job to do, and he fell down on the job, so light things fell. And, you know, mm-hmm. light falls, and it's darkness and everything. But Louis, the whatever, 14th or whatever like that, in this documentary, it's interesting because they kind of show a little bit of the, of the um, 
the black connection, you know, from a, from a European perspective, but you see some black people and I just put that out. Cause sometimes we as black people do like to watch things with black people. Let's, let's admit it. Let's admit it. Sometimes we want to watch something and see, <laughs> and see a black person in it. And if it's somewhat mm-hmm. historical, I want a little, you know, the little like um, so-called um, dwarfs or midgets, mm-hmm. you know, that had impregnated the queen or something like that. So it was interesting. <laughs> but the Louis said this, Louis said this, you know, and him and his feminine self, you know, he said this, he said, he said, you know, even though we will fail here, he knew that the political winds of what was going on in Europe was against him and their false monarchies because they didn't have a right, divine right to rule. After the black nobility and rulers, they didn't have the black nobility and rulers, the Hebrews up in Europe. They're the ones who had a divine right to rule coming out of this ancient tradition and this ancient covenant. But then others came into it. And when the people, white people in Europe, found out that the white people who were trying to rule over them, like the black people were, didn't have any right to rule, they basically rebelled. And that's what a lot of those rebellions were really about. Yes, some of the people were mixed and mulattoes, but they were basically out of their mind. And Louis was one of them, right? And so Louis was saying, even though this is all going to fail, I know this is all going to fail, like what they were trying to keep their monarchy alive then. He said, we will conquer the world. Because what he was a big advocate of was this new thing called fashion. He said, we will conquer the world in the future. He kind of makes this kind of vision of prophecy. Mm. In the future, we're going to conquer the world through fashion. Mm. Though France is not going to be able to rule as we did earlier, you know, especially during the time mm-hmm. of you know, the black nobility, the French. That's why there's a lot of ones with Frenchy names, not just because of what they tell you in, in false mm-hmm. genealogy. You know what I mean? But he said we're like Alexander rule. Dumas, who wrote the Three Musketeers, right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And and old Napoleon with his with his um with his mulatto wife and his racial identity questions. You know what I mean? That drove mm-hmm. him there, like Egypt. But he said we're gonna rule the world through fashion. I'm not doing so-called justice to what he said fully, but when you check it out, hopefully we'll maybe make a click, uh, a link, or take an audio so one can hear it. But when he went through that speech, I said, wow, that is so deep. Because think about that for a moment. Fashion, what is it really? But look at its its impact. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, when people had their own fashion. You remember our, maybe our parents and maybe our parents' parents, they wasn't looking at any magazine to see what was in style or going on the internet to see what was trending. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They were able mm-hmm. to look at what the was like, what the day was like, what their culture, their community was like, and they dressed appropriately. Mm-hmm. You know, so the clothing I think is 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 so very important as well to you know, to the whole spiritual warfare because the spiritual warfare is also going on there because ones who say well when the bible says being clothed it is saying being clothed spiritually yes you are right in the first instant but if you're clothed spiritually right then what trouble is there now to get all else appropriately you you know what i mean gradually and in grace mm-hmm. you, you see what i'm saying sometimes we'll we'll try to spiritualize it you know what I mean? And just look at the spiritual implication of being garbed and clothed. But remember the parable of, of Christ where there was a wedding feast and there was mm-hmm. one person who showed up, didn't have on their wedding feast. 
and the master who made this wedding for his son said, my friend, why aren't you garbed in your wedding garment? And that one was speechless. So no doubt they knew better. We know, we know what it says, like the garment of righteousness, right? They say the linen robes. But did you do any research on linen? Linen is a pure linen. It's a highly um, radio, I mean, uh, anti-radioactive fi- fiber. They used to use it in the hospitals a lot because they were able, people, somebody with sickness could be on that linen thing, right? And they can wash it out, clean yes, it out, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Stabilize it. It's still good as new because of its fibers. So what Ja was saying was spiritual, right? For us to get it in our heart and our mind, because if we don't get it in our heart and our mind, how are we going to do it in the five cycle or the physical or the natural in that sense? But then when we study the linen, even on its its natural properties, right? You know, it has those properties to protect the temple to protect the tabernacle, you know what I mean? But even the temple and the tabernacle, if you, if, you, if you look at the tabernacle in the wilderness, as you mentioned, you know, with the temple of Solomon and the tabernacle, it also had clothing, you know what I mean? It also was God to protect that which was vital yes. so that our spirit, his spirit can dwell. You know, so it begins with the spiritual aspects, hearing the, the message in the ear. You know, meditating on it in your heart. You know what I mean? But it's not fulfilled. Remember, faith, right, without work is dead. You know what I mean? So one can have faith, but now to put it into that action. So brothers and sisters, please take a listen to this one again. Um, And you've pen and paper, of course, you know, and, you know, challenge yourself. Find the truth for yourself. You know, so anyway, my sister, you know, I could go on and on and on. I've I've come out of inertia, you know, but let me pause for the cause. Um, Yes, Yes, I'll play um, Lady Flame. Thank you, Mama, and send out this good vibration. All right, all right, all right. And... um, I didn't mean to cut you off, brother. No, 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 no. I was, I was, I was, oh, okay. I was, I was, I was, I was gonna mention Psalm fourteen. I was gonna mention Psalm oh, okay, fourteen, yeah. and just share that psalm for the daily psalm. Because in listening to the message that I brought forward, I don't know if you had checked out Psalm fourteen, but I think it really went in tune as a kind of a upful, you know, that word, that wrap up. That I think it speaks to this as well. So that's why mm-hmm. I was just gonna mention that before the I play that tune to wrap up right there um mm-hmm. and I just uploaded it it should be there it's, it's maybe less than a minute and then after that i can stand by to um you know bring sure. forward the, the music thank you sisters 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 i i, I guess uh, yeah i i know how it is you know you're taking it in you know and wow wow but anyone else please you know feel free feel free this is where we have that time to to work these things out. Who knows what coming forward next? You know, um, Psalm 14. Let, let me let me get this right here. I'm just refreshing this page. Give me one moment. You know how this technology, how this mm-hmm. technology is. You know. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, Psalm 14. And this psalm, just just briefly, as as is our pattern for the leader, a psalm of David. It's it's titled a corrupt world. Fine. The psalm is entitled A Corrupt World. 
And um, it says a description of the hard lot of Israel, of John's people, of the people of light in a godless world or in an unenlightened world. Um, alternatively, this psalm, it depicts the fate of the righteous, the righteous element in Israel amidst a scene of moral decadence in the nation. I think this kind of goes with the time that we're in right here. Um, they say that Psalm 14 is a repeat of uh, Psalm 53 in and with a few variants. And I'll just say here for the record, Paul in the New Testament, in speaking about these same issues, he actually refers to Psalm 14. So Psalm 14, um, Psalm 14, a corrupt world. And give thanks, sister, and give thanks, sisters and brothers. Be the light, be in the light, and be the light. Remember, in his light we shall see the light. Be the light. Shalom. Psalm 14. The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. They are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge, who eat up my people as they eat bread, and call not upon the Lord? There were they in great fear, for God is in the generation of the righteous. Ye have shamed the counsel of the poor, because the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that the salvation of Israel will come out of Zion, when the Lord bringeth back the captivity of his people, Jacob shall rejoice, and Israel shall be glad. Yes, rejoice, be glad. Shalom. Shalom, yes. And blessings to all that stayed and that joined. And um, next week we're going to have part two. And I'm going to break down um, how to protect each area of your home with natural and um, new ways to make a circumference of good energetics for you to thrive in. I really appreciate your presence. And I look forward to sharing again next week. Here is Lady Flame. Thank you, Mama. Well, right now, my summer one, big up all of the single hard-working mothers out there. Big up on herself. Na na na, working hard, yes, we know you got a J-O-B. Nobody make them come distract you from your PhD. Keep your faith in the one and only G-O-D. Them bad mind you through them living in the misery. Party hours plus a that you are work a week. You get up in a real cool and hundred odd degrees. They send your picnic them at school and fulfill them belly. And it hurts me, you know, for them are run this street. Thank you, mama, for the nine months to carry me. When you're back against the wall, and it no matter where you are, na na na, I miss it. Keep standing up, tall. Get back up when you fall. Sometimes it rough, you want to fall, but remember who you are. I miss it. Keep standing up, tall. Mama say, Missy the Eden, them a run come, but man I lose my fear, so man I tumble down. Na na na, I'm protected. 
Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 